This is Commemorate Canada. To some in Winnipeg, they were known as the Ghoulies, a racial epithet some reserved for Icelandic Canadians. To others, they were known as the Falcons. They were a hockey team in the early 1900s, made up of men of Icelandic background, men who were excluded from playing on some Winnipeg teams because of their ethnicity. In 1914, the Falcons were broken up, as many of their players sailed to Europe to fight for Canada in the First World War. Two of them didn't come back. But six years later, eight men on the Falcons were back in Europe again, this time wearing skates and representing Canada at the first-ever international hockey competition, the Olympics. The Falcons went on to create a Canadian hockey legacy that resonates a century later. I'm Tim Querengesser, and this is Commemorate Canada, a podcast about Canadian anniversaries in history. If you've ever wondered how Canadians came to be fanatic about their hockey teams in international competition, keep listening. The story of Canada's first Olympic hockey gold stretches back to Antwerp, Belgium, in the spring of 1920. The Winnipeg Falcons had won the privilege of representing Canada at the 1920 Summer Olympic Games by winning the Allen Cup in Eastern Canada. It was the championship for the best amateur Canadian hockey team, and yes, it really did see the Falcons travel to the Summer Olympic Games. Once in Belgium, the Falcons dominated in a sport that many of the European teams they faced had rarely played on ice. With the name Canada scribed on their jerseys, they beat Czechoslovakia 15-0, the United States 2-0, and in the final they beat the Swedish team 15-1. They'd done it. Canada's first hockey gold. The legacies of Canada winning Olympic gold in hockey at the 1920 Games are everywhere. Canada went on to win gold again and again, and again, in international competitions. We won gold in hockey at the 1924, 1928, 1932, 1948, and 1952 Olympics. Indeed, between 1920 and 1952, Canada only lost the gold medal in Olympic hockey once to Great Britain in 1936. The Winnipeg Falcons apparently created a trend of war heroes turning into hockey heroes too. Just three years after the end of the Second World War, in 1945, several Canadian veterans were on the 1948 Olympic gold men's hockey team. But after 1952, Canada didn't win gold again in Olympic hockey for half a century. Canada in the modern era is a country that has often found commonality through a love of hockey. During the Cold War, in a world divided by Eastern and Western ideology, 
Canadians came together through their televisions in 1972 as they watched the national team fight the Soviet Union over 27 days and eight games. It was called the Summit Series. The series came down to the last game, the last minute, nearly the last play. For many Canadians, the rest is the stuff of goosebumps. Foster Hewitt calling the play for the Canadian broadcast as the game was played in Moscow. With less than 40 seconds left, Paul Henderson recovered a rebound from the Soviet goaltender. Canadiana of the highest order. And he's done it, many of us can hear Hewitt call out. He's scored for Canada. Some have called it the goal of the century. For many, Henderson's goal came to symbolize the power hockey has to bring people closer. But as the Winnipeg Falcons' backstory shows us, there's also a darker side to the history of hockey in Canada. In Halifax, at the edge of the city limits, was a neighborhood known as Africville, where the city's black population lived. In many ways, Africville was a community segregated from the rest of the city. From this divide emerged the Colored Hockey League, where black players came together to play hockey from as early as 1895, or more than two decades before the NHL. The Colored Hockey League existed because, for many years, black players were not allowed in white leagues in Canada. Today, hockey has shifted to become more inclusive and representative of Canada. And yet, as the Black Lives Matter protest resonated in the wake of George Floyd's death in the United States in 2020, commentator after commentator came forward to note hockey in Canada still has a long way to go to confront challenges with racism. Women's hockey was only added as a sport at the 1998 Olympic Winter Games. The Canadian women's team took silver at that Olympics. Then, beginning in 2002, the women's team went on a roll of golds. Gold at the Salt Lake City Olympics. Gold in 2006 at the Winter Olympics in Turin. Gold in 2010 at the Winter Olympics in Vancouver. Gold in 2014 at the Olympics in Sochi. But just like the history of the 1920 gold medal 100 years ago, the history of women's hockey goes much deeper. The first women's hockey game in Canada hit the ice a long, long time ago, in 1891. 100 years ago, that first gold medal in Antwerp announced to the world that the relatively young country in the new world was going to be a force. Canada was coming of age. It had been a powerful contributor to the Great War between 1914 and 1918. By 1920, it announced that it would also be a force on the ice. Thanks for joining me on this journey through one significant anniversary of Canadian history. If you haven't done so, subscribe to our podcast, and you can also rate and review us. This podcast is available at no cost on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and also at cangeo.ca. To get in touch with us, send us a message on social media or email editor at canadiangeographic.ca. Thanks for listening.